Chapter Thirteen of Tell Us Another by Winfred Hurst, S.D.S. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. And Nellie was sorry. Open your mouth and shut your eyes," said Nellie to her brother George. Weary of fun and frolic, they were resting on the lawn swing one glorious summer's day. Nellie had skipped into the house on some mysterious errand and had just returned. George, who was two years older than Nellie, was as jovial and indulgent a lad as one could hope to find anywhere. So now, both to please Nellie, and also because he saw something white and sugar-like hidden in her hand, he obediently opened wide his mouth and tightly shut his eyes. The result was two minutes of unlovely spitting and sputtering, for instead of the lump of sugar which George had expected, he had received a dose of salt. Strange to say, Nellie enjoyed the scene immensely. She thought it a capital joke. Running into the house again, she soon returned and repeated her request. Open your mouth and shut your eyes. Ah, thought George, she's sorry, and surely she will now take this bitter taste out of my mouth by giving me something sweet. So once again he expectantly opened his mouth. Then Nellie placed a piece of charcoal into it, and quickly ran away. George did not say anything, but he thought it very mean of his sister to act thus, and resolved, I'll get even with her very soon, just wait and see. Only the next day his chance came. They were out in the garden. Nellie was chasing and trying to capture some beautiful butterflies, while George strolled about admiring the beautiful flowers and the fresh green plants. Coming to a cherry tree, which was all aglow with the ruddy fruit, he began to pick a hatful. When he was about to leave, he noticed some large green prickly gooseberries growing near at hand. Ha! he said to himself, here's where I can fool Nellie and pay her back. He then picked a handful and went to find Nellie. Open your mouth and shut your eyes, he commanded when he had found her. Nellie looked suspiciously at her brother, and then at the hat, but she couldn't see what George had, for he had placed the gooseberries on the cherries, and had covered the hole with some large leaves. So she was somewhat afraid, for she remembered how naughty and unkind she had been the day before. Would George, in revenge, perhaps, put a beetle into her mouth, or even one of those caterpillars she hated so much? Still hesitating, she slowly opened her mouth and shut her eyes. George reached into the hat and took out a big, sharp-pointed gooseberry. But then, seeing Nellie, so innocent, so half-sorry, half-afraid, and hearing, perhaps, the gentle voice of his guardian angel, he replaced it, and taking instead a large, juicy cherry, put it into Nellie's mouth. His sister shut her mouth and opened her eyes with wonder and delight. With great satisfaction and pleasure she ate the cherry. Open your mouth and shut your eyes. Again and again George gave the command, and Nellie, although she soon forgot to close her eyes, partook of the luscious cherries until she had her fill. George afterwards said that never had he felt such exquisite delight, such consoling joy, as he experienced while giving his sister cherries for salt, cherries for charcoal, good for evil. And Nellie was sorry. She saw what a noble boy her brother was, and what an unkind little girl she had been. 
Humbly she asked his pardon. End of chapter 13